This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I don't even know it's bingo, I don't even know what game this one is, but you know every time you just press the button and it comes in. Seven times as well, seven times today, Brentford seven, Luton Town nil. Absolutely, what else can we say about this? Everyone here smiling, everyone's happy, everything seemed to go right for us after the disappointment of Blackburn in the midweek. This has absolutely erased this from everyone's memory banks. What an absolutely teething, tremendous result this is. Yeah, not too bad that one, eh, Billy? Uh, 7-0. To be honest, it was it was slightly even at the very start. Then Luton gave us a goal and they capitulated. Brentford's one-touch football, incisive attacking, coupled with a useless Luton defence and keeper, but a very easy win and, and a brilliant, brilliant performance. And what a bounce back from midweek. Absolute bounce back ability factor is there. I mean, you've got to be happy for them. There's some players out there that absolutely were worth their weight in gold. I mean, Josh De Silva, he must be a very, very happy man tonight. And also an absolute credit to Rob Rowan as well, who's the man who brought him in. And he said to me, personally, he says, this guy is going to be an absolute superstar. And today, I could see Rob Rowan is smiling from the heavens up there as he saw Josh De Silva score a hat-trick. Yeah, it was fantastic. A great performance throughout. Um, to be honest, Luton are the worst team I've seen down here for a long time. They gifted us uh, a goal early on as well, um, which meant they had to come out even more. So that was just fantastic for us. And we just took advantage. We were just uh, knocking them in all over the place. But it was a great, great performance. Um, you know, we really stuck to it. We didn't uh, take the foot off the pedal at any, any time. It's almost like, you know, we wanted to get those brackets and we got them. So, yeah, I mean, there's not much you can say. We were just, like, magnificent throughout the pitch. This is a really weird one. This is a weird one because, like, normally post-match, we have a bit of a sort of analysis. We have a bit of a breakdown. The things that we've done right, the things that we've done wrong. Uh, We didn't really put too much of a foot wrong today. And, uh, listen, credit to Brentford as well. You don't want to sort of disrespect Luton, but they they, they, they enabled us to, uh, to have a fantastic game today, didn't they? And I'm being a bit polite here. Yeah, you're saying they're pretty shit, really, aren't you? Like... <laughs> I mean, who would have known? They? We've been kicking the wrong way in the first half of the last 30 years. It was listen, they, they were they weren't very good, but we made them 
looked that way by Preston from the start. Um, poor mistake for them for the first goal. And once we got the first goal, we didn't really know what to do. And you know, there was players on their team looking to get off the pitch at half-time and not come back. Uh, a fair play to us, we kept going in the second half. And we never, unfortunately, convert five into ten. But you know, you've you got to take seven. It wasn't the best test. But as you said earlier, bounce-back ability. We needed to win today. I thought we'd win. Didn't think it'd be quite that comfortable. But see, we're, we're dangerous going forward, aren't we? we got options everywhere. They, they doubled up on Ben Rama. They doubled up on Watkins. And you just leave people like the silver free, uh, as he showed today, and pick off those goals. So it's, it's a great result. Absolutely, as they say, teething tremendous as we're walking back to the boozer to see the Euro 2020 draw, which is very exciting. As you know, I get very excited about things like that. But it's very easy to get excited about things like that when you've just banged seven goals in the back of the net, isn't it? We could be out in the pub to watch Songs of Praise and I'd be excited for it, Billy. That was uh, absolutely amazing. Um... Yeah, Brentford just on a different level today. There was someone going to take a tonking from us at some point and uh, really happy it was today. Luton came out, tried to play a bit of football and to be honest, after they fluffed it in the second or third minute, whatever it was. The goalkeeper, uh, the, the, oh. just talk through the goalkeeper fluff. <laughs> the goalkeeper fluff, yes, one of many. What one happened? of many. Uh, he got a chest back from uh, centre-half, clearly not talking to each other. Noisy Ealing Road obviously put them off and uh, yeah... And Buemo sneaked in and uh, tucked into a nice early Christmas present, I think. That's right. So, Brian was in right in there, and that set the tone for the match, didn't it? It did. It was non-stop intensity from the Bees. Uh, they looked very comfortable at the back, going forward. I thought Rico and Saeed down the left were absolutely unbelievable. Josh De Silva obviously had a brilliant game, not just for the goals, but for the way he just dictated the tempo. Um, Jensen, very good. Um, definitely picked it up from midweek and uh, yeah all round I have to say it was just a magnificent performance and uh, yeah can we have that every week please can we play you every week <laughs> keep our fingers crossed obviously that can't happen unless there's some sort of kind of sort of fixing going on in football and that never happens as we know but anyway listen very very happy bees as I said we're going back to the boozer here going to watch a bit of Euro 2020 and talk to uh, some other fans uh, they may be Luton fans I doubt it in the boozer because I think they all left rather early so they're probably on their way back up the M1 so here we are still in the boozer and it's all buzzing inside there. the Euro draw has just happened and England are playing Croatia and Czech Republic as you know and also uh, possibly if they actually win it could be Scotland or it could be Serbia or it could be uh, a few others uh, I can't remember the other ones uh, Norway I think it is and somebody else as well in that group Israel Israel that's right, so it could be very exciting. So I've got my summer well and truly plotted up. And um, we've got our hotels already sorted in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the knockout stages. So we just have to work out whether or not we're, where we're going to buy our flights to now earlier on. But anyway, that's all not Brentford stuff. We're going to come back to Mighty Mighty Bees and the fact that we were very mighty today, weren't we? That was a, a mighty scoreline. I don't think I remember ever seeing a game... In my lifetime, we were five love at half time. Racking my brain for it. Can't think of one. Can you think of one? Uh, uh, still working on it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think so. But I don't think 7 0 is the biggest win I've witnessed in the live as well. So I mean, people, are talking, and, and people are talking about the Plymouth game. Yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, we, we, we beat Plymouth uh, 7 0. It was the last Saturday before yeah. Christmas. 7 0. And I have to admit, and I was going to every single game that time, but I decided to go Christmas shopping. That's when I got my priorities completely and utterly wrong back in the day. That's also before the days of internet shopping as well, wasn't it? So uh, the fluff was quite massive. I mean, I got massive brownie points from the, the missus at the time. 
Um, and I say at the time, the missus, uh, you know, got to do the Christmas shopping. However, I missed a 7-0 and I was gutted. If, if, if the internet wasn't around now, do you think you'd be Christmas shopping today? Would it have been Absolutely not. Good. Oh, uh, no, no. No, no. No, uh, no. Actually, that's too early. It's a, it's a hypothetical question. In the same way that a hypothetical question would have been, could Luton have come back? They couldn't have. Mate, and listen, 5-0, superb, superb performance first half in particular. First three goals were a bit clumsy, weren't they? Like, they were a bit of the deflections, there was like keeper and defender mix-ups. And it was a bit of a circus from Luton. But then I felt as soon as we got, we got a grip on the lead, it all fell into place. I'm going to highlight Josh De Silva, mate. Obviously he got the hat-trick today, but he's, he's, he was more than the goals. I really thought we were going to... Well, we, and we have missed Romain Sawyers. And very quickly, that fella stepping into that role was playmaker in the middle of the park. He's got quick feet, he picks a pass nicely. But, you know, obviously Sawyers didn't score goals. The Silver can score goals. He's developing, he's developing at such a pace. And I think his role on the team has become really vital. And that was a great thing to watch tonight. Listen, I mean... We're picking out Josh De Silva. We're picking out, you know, Ben Rama. Uh, it's interesting. There was a little bit of a tussle apparently going on for the first penalty, where uh, Ben Rama picked up the ball, but it looked like Watkins was trying to sort of kind of wrestling it off him. He sort of trotted, um, you know, Kevin Connor himself right up. Apparently, according to one of our scouts in the in the New Road. Yeah, oh. I saw the same. I thought uh, uh, the first penalty, there was a bit of a uh, tussle, and obviously Saeed gets the ball and scores. The second penalty, Saeed symbolically gives the ball to the silver. I wonder if he has a word in his ear and says, if you take it, I want after goal bonus. Did that happen? Surely. <laughs> Again, you know, a little bit of mathematics, a little bit of negotiation skills. I mean, that's all meant to be part of uh, Brentford's uh, ethos of our players becoming rounded players, I suppose, isn't it? Well, uh, uh, listen, Ben Rob is great. I, I love him as a player. But he, he has got that, undoubtedly, that bit of selfishness about him where he wants to be the man, he wants to score the goal, he wants to be the, the winner. And he's, he's interested. I, I think he can take heart from a game if he plays really well and we lose. Whereas other players are all going to win. So that's part of his character. But yeah, he was good today. Seven in, he can't complain. Weirdly, there's a really weird moment where it's 6 0 up and everyone's chatting amongst themselves and they're looking like a friendly in the crowd. It's a weird, like, you don't see 6 0 very often, I especially in the championship. And the atmosphere become quite strange. Yeah. It becomes so easy and yeah. everyone looking around and waiting for the whistle to go and celebrate the pub. People knitting and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I was knitting as well, actually. That's right. This in Sauna, yeah? Uh, Nitty, Nitty. He's working on it. He's working, he's working, he's working. Nitty. I'll come back, I'll come back to you yeah, on come that one. Yeah, I'll come back, back to you. Back to you. He's, he's struggling. Uh, listen, so uh, that was, uh, listen, the result was great. The performance was great. It's interesting, we haven't, we thought it's not good to talk about the negative points because maybe there's a few things that we couldn't have done right because when you've scored seven goals and smashed the team off the park, it's a little bit unfair to talk about the negatives or is it? There's always room for improvement. It's only Luton. It wasn't. It wasn't West Brom. We beat seven nil. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Would should we have got four points? Should we got a point at Blackburn earlier in the week? Right. You know. It, it, yeah. And no matter how many goals you score, yeah, we only got three points from today. But I think we did. We did show there's a definite reaction. And you know, Camo as well. He was rested today. The team are the team are growing. I've still got my question marks about Jensen. I think going forward, he's great. I don't think he offers anything defensively or any sort of shield. 
uh, a lot on Watkins. Which you know, the mad thing is, Watkins missed. You know, he missed the one-on-one in the first half. There was there were still other chances. Like I said, three scrappy goals to begin with. Um, but these teams, you know, I, I was coming down on a tube with some Luton fans, and they, and they fancied it. They 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 sort of they they looked at their Blackburn score and gone. Oh, we can go toe to toe with there with, with you know little old Brentford, and su- suddenly we're breathing down. T- us and Preston become these two teams that shouldn't really be where they are. So bigger teams now, there's a chance that you know they would have said start of the season that's one point or that's three points. Suddenly we're a threat. Um, yeah, I, I, I think there's definitely room for improvement. We can't keep relying on Watkins, the amount of goals. But yeah, we were saying within a month's time. We potentially got Marcondes, we got Hillal, you know, force. We can have re- reinforcements up front coming. If I mean, it was really important today. We took the lead because you look at the bench, and our bench, uh, our, 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 our bench was a bunch of midfielders and, and defenders. So the idea that we'd have to chase the game, you know, um, yeah, it, it, we didn't fancy it, but like. Luckily, fortunately, the Luton uh, defender decided to chest past his keeper three minutes in. And, um, yeah, I think, I think if, we can, if we can respond to every defeat like that, then we'll have a fucking great season. I, I really enjoy being, I'm being proved wrong by Thomas Frank. Every time I think he doesn't have an answer, he's got an answer every other game. So, what's three plus seven? Sorry? What's three plus seven? Ten. See, he's got the answer. You've got the answer. We've all got the answer, haven't we? Well, we were looking at. We were actually looking at it and saying it's going to be a really tight league this year as well, because there's no one. Even if you win your games, even if you win these games this month, then you can't be above 50 points on Christmas Day. So it's going to be really tight. Bees in the house, happy bees in the house. Like I said to you, Euro draw, England, uh, you know, they, 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 they've got all sorts. Also, I've been stepping on a bit of Luton fans' toes and all sorts, you know what I'm saying, going on here. Oh, he's a Brentford fan, he's a Brentford fan, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I went to the game as well. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting it all wrong. I'm just getting so, listen, we score loads of goals and I'm just, it's going all over the place, isn't it? But, um, which is all good. But listen, he's happy. I'm happy, you're happy, aren't you? I spoke to these about traders, though, didn't oh, I? It's a crisis. Yeah. What a lovely day. Yeah, I, I must admit, I, I always felt sorry for him in the end, but I loved it, the fact that the bees kept their, their playing tech. They just kept it going all the way through the game. They didn't, they reset, every time they scored a goal, they reset the button and started again. And they weren't greedy, they weren't, getting, they weren't being uh, rude to the... Uh, Opposition, they were just res- professional. Professional, they, they, they did the job, you know, and credit to them all, you know, and they were loving it. And going back to last Wednesday, I didn't give Raya the credit he played last week, and I love the fact that he was there today orchestrating the defence, taking direction from the bench, and spraying it to the players. And I think you've got a unit here this week, yeah, and it's a great day. It's going to be a good Christmas, and uh, Hopefully we can uh, get some points at Bristol, take some take a point off of Cardiff, 
and, and, this is the, and this is interesting because the questions are being asked because I know if you listen to all the pundits, they all rated us at the beginning of the season and then they got into the middle going, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to tip Brentford because they're the ones that always bust my acca. They're always a team that we think they should do it and when they come to a game they should win, they don't do it. But then today, you know, we've done the 7-0. I've got a little um, phone call from the Sky for the Sky podcast, which is out on Monday on the, well, the Sky EFL podcast. And they were like, we need you to talk about Brentford. And what I'm saying is that you can see now that it's coming back and the confidence is coming back from people outside that maybe Brentford are the real deal. Yeah, I, I was talking to a, a Forest fan during the week and he was saying the, the fans in the Championship talk about Brentford. So what we can't do, what Brentford does, that every player that leaves, we slot another one in. So they've got... It's almost like a machine. They can... They replace the component with an equal or better player than we left before. I mean, we all worry about Ben Rama moving at the end of the season, after Christmas, but like with them. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. You're talking about Romain Alpay? You're talking about. Who are you talking yeah. about? Well, we, think we, we, we all we think we're going to capitulate because he leaves a good player. Malpay goes, and we slot another one in, and off we go again. And that's what the people envy us in the championship. We have players to slot into that role and do the job. And as we know, with the young Danish guys that play for us, it's about match experience. Once they get the game experience, they can go with it and they get better with it. And I think, you know, judging from last Wednesday, it's times on minutes on the pitch. So Luton fan in the pub here as we got we having a few drinks afterwards and I say to you commiserations you guys you came down like I said do you remember when you came to Griffith Park last time and, and we did I want to say I did a job on you but that was when you got relegated to the conference after you had the big 15 point deduction I think it was but you came back round you came back from the ashes as they say you rose up through there you had the Nathan Jones who did a lot of good things for you that then he left you but still it didn't stop you on your path and you found yourself back in this division, the championship. It's been a bit tricky for you in the championship so far, but today in particular didn't go particularly well, did it? Not at all. I think at the end of the day, I thought there would be more commitment from our team. Uh, it didn't seem anything. that They didn't even seem to want to be there. It was disappointing for the fans there. Um, there was no attacking. There was no shots on goal. There was no impetus, there was no sign of desperation. And we went 5-0 down at, uh, by half-time. And even then, they just seemed that they didn't want, as I said, not to be there. It was... I can't even words describe it without swearing. I won't swear, but they were useless. It was it was just not there. But it seemed, I mean, and I'm going to say this, you know, with all due respect to you as well, you, you went behind after two minutes and... That, that goal that he scored as well, which also was a bit of a fluff, the goalkeeper, back pass, oh no, he didn't get it, player slips around, took the goal, and it just seemed to knock the stuffing out of you after that, didn't it? Yeah, uh, again, how many goals we've conceded by our defence of just dither on the ball, they've been taken off the ball, we did it at Middlesbrough, again, the midfield lost it, they went in, they scored. Again today, again against on, in midweek, we lost the ball. They go and score. In this league, if you lose the ball in your own half, teams will punish you and they will come and score. And it seems to me the midfield, the defence, don't realise you've got the man up, you've got to get physical, don't get pushed off the ball, pass and don't 
be undecided. You've got to decide what you're going to do with the ball. And they didn't, again. And it was the same on Tuesday when we conceded the first goal. It was a, the same thing, again and again and again. Sheffield Wednesday, um, when we played Derby County, it was a, 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 a like a comical of errors upon errors. In this division, you cannot make errors like that. You'll teams will punish you and show quite rightly so and you, I mean your season started off I mean you played your first game against Borough and yep. you got a draw against them a very exciting game yep. um, and I thought to myself you know Luton because the fact is that you've got attacking prowess as yep. they say you can score goals if the situation is right and that's what quite surprised me about you today because you know normally you know you're, you're on the money when it comes to scoring goals defensively you're potentially quite weak and also Izzy Brown He's normally up there and he's uh, not necessarily scoring, but he's making goals. I think he's got the most assists in the league. And uh, I was quite surprised that you were just not really, uh, didn't have any of that going for you today. I don't know if you were just scared because of the Mighty Mighty Bees. I think we were. I think Izzy Brown, when he was taking corners, you could see by his mannerism, he looked up, he looked, when he took the corner, on Tuesday he was taking the low cross, now he's going for a deep cross, which was a better cross, but we've got no one big enough in the middle to do it. And we put Danny Hilton on loan. He needs to come back. And we need to get him fit. Collins on the wing is not to me. He's a top goal scorer last season. He needs to go up front. We've all said that. Why is he on the wing? Him and Easy Brown can do it, but I could tell from Brown's mannerisms and he just looked at what he had and he was like put his arms on and like, oh no what what am I going to pass to what am I going to cross to and in the end he just puts it out and he does what he has to do and in all fairness the team did what they had to do but are, are they being managed right I don't know I'm going to ask a question and I'm not saying it because you know but listen, we come here, we've had a bit of drink together, yeah, yeah, yeah. and listen, we're football fans together, we understand oh, yes. and we understand your pain, and we've been in your situation as well many times. Um, I just want to know as well from our point of view, because obviously we've been in, you know, Division 3, Division 4 forever, and all of a sudden, you know, we've worked hard to try and get to our position now, and we're quite proud of where we are and the, the way that we played football. I know that it was a big score line today, today, but what did you think of Brentford as a, as a Loon fan? Brentford had all, I mean, they tore us apart. Every pass was good. They got the second ball, especially on the wing. Your winger was left in the open. He had acres of space and he, he had the time on the ball and you scored the goals. We never took chances. We didn't even have chances. You took the chance, you done it. You could have even scored by more. And to be fair, uh, <laughs> You were the better team by the scoreline, and you can't really deny that, else you'll be disillusional by saying they weren't, a, you know, Brentford weren't the better team. Of course, they bloody were. They were the better team by a mile and a half, and we let ourselves down, we let the fans down, and we disgraced ourselves. It was one of the worst performances I've seen in years. It's a safe journey back, mate. Thank you, thank you. Thanks very much, buddy. So, happy days, positive days. The bees are coming up. Okay, let's not get too carried away now. But a great result today. We scored seven goals, which is positive because we've had so many games where we thought we should have scored the goals that we haven't done. But at the end of the day, you score, win one nil, you win seven nil. It's still only three points. So we've got to do the job again. 
and again, don't we? Yeah, it's been an absolutely brilliant day. I've, I've really thoroughly enjoyed today. Spending some time with Billy Manuel again, listening to his reminiscings, seeing the fans in the pub talk about um, you know some really brilliant, happy memories at Griffin Park. Uh, seeing the pub full up, um, it, it was a really good. And the game itself, I thought was uh, not not disappointing is obviously a ridiculous word to use but it was it was actually like so it was so easy that I probably would have thought that if we if Luton were better and we'd scored four or five that would have probably felt a little bit more rewarding but you know don't ever I'm not ever going to knock a 7-0 they come along once in a generation I think there's like three or four that have happened in my lifetime you know I remember seeing us beat um, Hull seven odd and I see Windsor and Eaton, we beat seven odd. I think Cambridge, we beat seven odd. Have I forgotten anyone else? I know we've lost seven. Plymouth, did you? Plymouth? Plymouth, maybe, yeah. So it, it's not, it doesn't happen often. Um, but you know, I thought the atmosphere in Griffith Park was incredible. I just, we just, well, the, the other really positive thing is, you know, yeah, you're right, we only get three points for it, but our goal difference has gone, gone, gone skyrocketing today. So it's almost like an extra point. We bought us an extra three points. You know, we're we're in plus 13, 14 goals. So, you know, I think I remember once we got to the playoffs and we were on zero. So, you know, it shows you we are we are a, a, a very prolific team. Very, very good team. Very, very good result. We're all very, very happy. And we've got Sheffield Wednesday next Saturday, and we're going to have to do it all again. They got a victory with a uh, they, they 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 score the winning goal down at Charlton one shot Charlton I like to call them actually one shot one goal you know very good at doing that one shot one goal business fair play to them you know we need lots of shots to score one goal but Charlton's one shot one goal but they didn't win so anyway this is beside Pride of West London podcast Laney talked about Billy Manuel who's down the globe today for our farewell Griffin Park sort of legends series of events we're getting legends down the globe between now and the end of the season just to hang out and have some beers with the fans and Billy Manuel's here today you can check him out Pride of West London later on in the week we just done a little interview with him from here and you can check that out but other than that I've said I'm Billy Grant I'm very happy got a result today check out the radio show Monday 8 till 9 o'clock on Love Sport Radio as well and then uh, next Thursday podcast 7 o'clock in the morning on Pride of West. London. but we're Brentford we are the best we smashed 7 goals past the Luton what about the rest as we say come on you Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered 
by fans.